across the ocean An undiscovered paradise Forget New York and California There's a better place, now close your eyes Take my hand, we are almost there A favorite place on earth Massachusetts Good evening, New England, and welcome to Taste of Massachusetts, helping you program your GPS for New England. I'm your host, Vincent Arkenny, and we are live on AMA 30 WCRN, as well as the Spark Radio Network out of Brockton. We're here every Thursday and Friday, 7 to 9 p.m., and you can find all of our great content on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Taste of Massachusetts or by using the hashtag Taste of Mass. As always, you can join the conversation tonight by calling 508-871-7000. That's 508-871-7000. Once again, I'm your host, Vincent Ericchetti, and co-hosting with me tonight, Jezebel Grace of the Graces. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> I'm wonderful. Thanks for asking. And, of course, behind the glass, the pizza-loving, Hooters-loving, <laughs> wow. Dick's Last Resort-loving. That is a weird sentence. Getting weirder. Cam. <laughs> Hello. Diesel McWheels. Diesel McWheels, a.k.a. Uh, what's the McLovin one? Uh, oh, Studley, Studley McMuffin. McMuffin, yeah. yes. Um, so, of course, we like to uh, start off the show by getting into shout-outs, great places we've been recently. And uh, as Jezebel Grace takes her uh, obligatory selfie and posts it <laughs> to, to our, our... Snapchat. Uh, yes, our private Snapchat, <laughs> at GabbyKitty1B2Ts. That's yep. right, if you want to follow Taste of Massachusetts, our only Snapchat account yep. is yep. GabbyKitty. It's a secret. <laughs> so, like, 30 years from now, when, like, everyone, I don't know, when we have, like, a trivia contest for, like, a $200 gift card to, you know... McDonald's, because yeah, well, what <laughs> be was that Snapchat for? What was our Snapchat thirty <laughs> years ago? Oh my god! And you get a call from like my sister, yeah, who, <laughs> I told you, uh, who I told you could get like fifty dollars of that gift card. <laughs> yes. Nice, nice. Um, so as we like to do, we like to do shout outs, great places we've been to recently, and uh, I got to start out with uh, Cam because you had a crazy, fun-filled weekend traveling out of state. Yeah, it was it was kind of nuts. Uh, I went to Dallas. Nice. I left uh, on Friday, uh, so about a week ago, and went to Dallas for my sister's cheerleading competition down Cheer- there. Cheerleading, as they say in the South. Cheerleading, yep. uh, and uh, it was good. It was awesome. Ate some good food down there. Uh, and by, I mean, nothing really that Dallas oriented. No, honest, well, but well, that's that's it was why all, like chain restaurants that are really good, basically. But th- that's why I found it so interesting. So. Um, you don't go to Hooters here for the wings, but you went to the Dallas Hooters. Yes, which was the world's largest Hooters. <laughs> of course it was. Of course because it everything's was. everything's bigger in Texas. That's, That's what right. That's right. So um, that was the first place we ate when we got there, which was like maybe 30 minutes after we checked into our hotel room. And the best part of your story, which I'm going to ruin right now, is you went to Hooters with your mom. Yeah. And my sister. And my dad. Yep. Uh, and a like, bunch of cheerleaders. Yeah, they go to Hooters all the time for some reason. I, I, I don't know if I really understand why, but uh, they go to Hooters all the time when they go it's out. It's like bringing sand to the beach, right? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so, so Cam. Naturally, it wasn't even us who like 
said we should go. It was like them. They're like, oh, there's the Hooters down the street. We're like, all right. So <laughs> Cam in Texas with your mom, your sister, bunch of cheerleaders, and you go to Texas. What do you eat? Bacon wrapped wings. <laughs> wow. No, I've had them as well. So h- how did you like them? I loved them. I thought they were really good. Uh, I mean, it's it's. It they taste like chicken wrapped in bacon, to be honest, <laughs> uh, which is all you really need to know about them. And Ex- that's exactly how they tasted, it, and it was just as good as you could imagine it being. Absolutely, uh, I just find it hilarious because of course it's good. I I thought they were great too. Uh, I just there's no way I would eat a whole freaking order of them. I mean, I think one is really all you need, and uh, but they were good. So yeah. and then you also went to where? So late that night we went to Dick's Last Resort. <laughs> so you're really immersing yourself. You go to you go to Texas and or that might have been the next the next night. So did you have barbecue in Texas? Because like that's the big thing for Texas. Well, I mean, I had pork ribs. Where at Dick's? <laughs> Dick's Last Resort. <laughs> yeah. So pork ribs probably made in some processing plant in Minnesota. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so yeah, no, we didn't like venture out of like near our hotel room, which just happened to be there. Were, um, the rest of my family actually went to the Hard Rock too, which was next to <laughs> just went to train. which was right next to Dick's and Hooters. We weren't like trying to we didn't we weren't trying to drive anywhere. We right. were just trying to walk to. And then the other restaurant we went to was called the Spaghetti Warehouse. Uh, I love that. Okay, name. that sounds like it's in Texas. That was very good. I got like a, they called it like a double down chicken parm, oh. which is like two pieces of chicken parm with like a bunch of cheese and stuff stuffed in the middle of the two of them. Wow. Uh, which was awesome. <laughs> uh, it sounds like something that they would make in an Italian restaurant. Well, they had the KFC double down. Remember? Yes, yes, yes. It was awesome. It was so good. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm trying to think of what else I ate. I went to the Bruins game. Uh, on Sunday. Yeah, of which of course they won. Yeah, they killed them six to three. Amazing game. And, uh, luckily since the Dallas Stars scored, I got two free coupons, which I didn't get to use for a free taco at Taco Bueno. Oh. Uh, we could not find a Taco Bueno close enough to us. No Bueno. No Bueno. Uh, I ate at Whataburger at one point, which is like a fast food chain down there. So, Again, all chain. Yeah, I mean, we weren't like I said, we weren't like looking to go to any crazy restaurants. We were just kind of like I know, but how long were you there? Four days. Okay, you were there four days, and you only ate. Well, at... We were also doing stuff throughout each day. I, I like, am... it was a very action-packed day. Of course, I, I am just glad you went to the very authentic Texas Italian restaurant, Spaghetti Warehouse. Oh, of course. <laughs> Which nobody I was with thought the name was as funny as I think it is. I think that name is hilarious. I know but, uh, you said it. I like immediately cracked up. I'm trying to think of where else we we ate, uh, but overall, I mean, it was a great weekend. I I think Spaghetti Warehouse is going to be my new snack. It, it was good <laughs> food. It was it was very good food. It just wasn't anything like Dallas oriented. It was just like I I would totally start using hashtag Spaghetti Warehouse, but I don't want a bunch of Texas people <laughs> out of nowhere to be like. Where are y'all from? Yeah. Well, we didn't even eat in the restaurant because it was a two-hour wait. So we uh, wait. There was a two-hour wait for yeah. for the spaghetti warehouse. It's like very well known in the area because it's oh really my good. God. Was it an actual warehouse? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> That's no. even worse. I was ex- uh, I was I kept thinking I was going to be eating like sitting down on like yeah. some boxes, <laughs> like the table was going to be made out of boxes. I microwaved up some pasta for yeah. you. So uh, are they basically just doing a play? They're like on a weird. I mean, they're an oddly. I guess it was 
Is it like a play on like Cheesecake it, Factory spaghetti it like warehouse? An, it looks like an old factory, but like inside it doesn't really look like a factory. I guess it, yeah, I guess it probably was. Yeah, that was definitely a warehouse. Oh. Before, before it was turned into a restaurant, but it's not like, it doesn't look like a warehouse. It's, it, they've completely redone the place. They didn't have like high ceilings? No. <laughs> oh, see, that's what I would have wanted. Yeah. Like, show me those exposed beams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, nothing like exposed beams yeah. to make you feel like you're yeah. in a warehouse. Oh, exactly. Yep. Oh my God. <laughs> Cam, your stories are the best. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, I got some. We- every time I something happens in my life, it always turns out to be something kind of weird and funny. So, where, so th- what's what's your big thing for this weekend? So, Rick Astley two weeks ago uh, traveled to Texas to watch a Bruins game this weekend. This weekend has not has no real plans. But then the weekend after that, I'm going to the same concert two nights in a row. What what concert? Uh, one of my favorite my favorite album of all time is by this band Four Years Strong from Worcester. Uh, and it's uh, they're doing a 10-year tour for it. Oh, nice! And it's my favorite album ever. So I'm going to both Boston dates. So is it a is that a hipster? Th- oh, you're going to Boston? Yeah, it's maybe gonna be you in can Boston. see maybe you can see your friends in Boston that you never see. Yeah, maybe. You, you never know? know. Magical things happen when you go to Boston. Yes, you know. <laughs> so let's just let's take a quick break, uh, and when we come back, uh, do a couple more shout-outs, then get into some housekeeping and a whole lot more here on Taste of Massachusetts. We'll be right back after this. is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Vincent Arachetti, Jezebel Grace, Cam, Crazy Story Cam. I think that might be his new moniker. (laughs) Crazy Story Cam. Yeah, it is. Yeah, most of my stories are kind of nuts. I don't know why. I don't, like, they're never supposed to be that crazy of stories, (laughs) and then they just turn into them. That's good, though. It is good, though. Keep uh, life interesting. Absolutely. So we're going through uh, shout-outs. Uh, Jezebel Grace, I know uh, we haven't... <laughs> people don't realize we, like, almost never talk other than on the show. I know. Um, I get, like, a message. Uh, I usually get a message. We're doing the show tomorrow night, right? At, yeah. like, 10 o'clock on a Wednesday. I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, nothing else. Just Like, I don't even write yes. I just Y, and then, like, the letter Y. Yep. And then, or thumbs up. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't even respond. No. Um, you jerk. <laughs> I know. I'm just running. You know I'm running around. I know. Any, uh, anything, um, anything in the last week that you feel of note? Not really. My life's pretty boring right now, honestly. This is like, like from like, uh, November to like, yeah, March, dead zone. I pretty much have nothing. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what you need? Like, you, I remember you said before. You really need to, like, just decompress because as soon as, like, winter yeah, season... every single weekend for, like, 20 weekends in a row. Well, also, like, now you're in a band and... Yeah, now I have that, too. You're right. <laughs> so you're, like, practicing to get ready because you're do. Are, are you official for that, Waltham? Can I talk about that or no? Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll be at the, uh, yeah. Yeah, talk about it. I, I forget the official name. <laughs> the Waltham... Uh, Watch Steam- City. Uh, that's what it is. Watch yeah. City Steampunk Festival in Waltham and, um... And the reason why I'm bringing that up is I was recently in Waltham, and uh, I was like, oh, my God, that's right. She's going to be playing at this. So we usually talk about it when it gets closer. I think it's in May. Yeah. So your band, Timeship Evermore, yep. is going to be playing at the Watch City Steampunk Fest, which is really, it's so much more than just steampunk. It's like 
there's there's Renfair acts there. There's a lot of a lot of food vendors. There's probably they've probably grown it out to like food trucks and things like that. But um, it's like usually a three day affair, and it's always well attended. Yeah. So I remember when you when you told me that your band got signed for it, I'm like, wow, that's you know, as far as like local bands are concerned, that's a that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, we used to do it as the Graces. We did it for I think three two or three years. Um, it's a fun event. You know, the whole downtown of Waltham goes steampunk. Like stores put in like yeah. steampunk storefronts and stuff. Well, they it's also cool. they also because they have the museum. Waltham is called Watch City because yeah. that used to be like a big thing, and so a lot of times with steampunk theming, like the gears of watches are generally used or that type of style, yeah. you know, exposed gears. So that is uh, yeah. That the is basis of steampunk is that like electricity doesn't exist; everything's powered by steam. Like if you have a computer, it's steam powered, you know. So it's all gears and weird mechanisms and stuff. But it always looks cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it's been around for a while now, but I have always um, always thought it looked cool. Yeah. Um, I, for my shout-outs, um, I got to go to Charcoal Guido's for a... So Charcoal Guido's in Waltham, great place. Um, I got to go there for a food writer's dinner, and Lou, the owner, like pulled out all the stops. Like, there was one point where we thought it was over, and he's like, oh, we're only halfway done. <laughs> and then he, like, brings out, oh, God, I can't even remember what he brought out. He brought out, like, four appetizers. Then he brought out four pizzas. Then he brought out four pastas. And then he brought out their very well, well-known and well-famous and famous for their Nutella pizza. Which what? is It's actually a Nutella calzone but it used to be a nutella pizza and then they turned it into a calzone where they stuffed it with sweet ricotta which basically the same filling that they put inside a cannoli and then topped it with nutella and strawberries and uh yeah it's crazy and over the top and uh so tomorrow night i'm actually going to have um the two sisters from cam versus food come in they were there that night and the guys from masshole.eats come in and they'd been there, I think, two weeks before. So I'm going to kind of save that to talk about then. Yeah. Because uh, there's a lot. I mean, like I said, four, eight, twelve, like 13 different things that they brought out. Yeah. And so obviously the photos were amazing. I did a video. It it has like 30,000 views already. Wow. Um, so I was pretty pretty happy about that. Anyway, um, and that, of course, was just Tuesday uh, for those of you who follow... All of the antics on Taste of Massachusetts. On Monday, I got to visit Westport. And I think we hit four restaurants, the Westport Rivers Winery and the brewery, which is Buzzards Bay Brewing, which is also owned by the same people. Um, obviously, I could do a whole show on that. And we're yeah. probably going to, I think, Tony DeLuca, the uh, diva, diva, diva of the Vines at Julio's Liquor. She was the one who set it up, and I went with her. I think I'm going to have her on the show next Friday to talk about that. That would be fun. So, oh, yeah. So, But the crazy thing is this. Like, I have nothing I can talk about for shout-outs because I kind of want to save a lot of that stuff. <laughs> um, so what I am going to talk about is one of the restaurants – for my shout-outs, uh, 10 Cousins Brick Oven in Westport. And um, it is uh, obviously a cute place. Apparently, all the 10 Cousins work there or have worked there. 
for the one family that owns it. Yeah. Um, the two the two things that uh, that I want to talk about. Number one is their jumbo meatball, which it's basically like a third of the size of an entree plate, and it's huge. But what they that do is, is they definitely they cook it off. They cook it in the sauce, right? And then they take it out. They put it on a plate with marinara sauce. Then they cover it in cheese. Then, <laughs> then they put it in the oven to melt the cheese. And then they take it out so that the cheese is like gooey and encompassing the whole meatball. So it almost looks like kind of like a snowball, but not really. <laughs> a snowball made of meat. But it's huge. And, um, yeah, you know, but it's, uh, it's everyone's favorite word, moist. Uh, tender, it's, I mean, tastes great. And I was just like, I was amazed. They serve it with, um, with Italian bread, which by the way, they put olive oil on and then they grill it. And it's like good olive oil. So it just tastes awesome. Wow. Um, cause good olive oil almost tastes like butter. Yeah. And uh then of course for the for the pizza, um I think we got the sausage and fig <laughs> pizza. What? Yeah. You so, must have loved that. Oh even your figs. Yes. Uh, covered in arugula. And it was so so very good. But the the crazy um the crazy thing is their oven, which is really what makes it, you know, you get when you have a brick oven that gets up over nine hundred degrees, everything cooks fast, quick, evenly. That's really like the key. And they had a beautiful oven, a beautiful brick oven. And I even asked them, I'm like, how hard was this getting permits? And they said, oh, it was easy because there's no brick oven anywhere in our area. So the town wanted us to, you know, uh. they wanted them to have the restaurant, to have the novelty. You know, we, you try to do a brick oven in Boston, you get a, yeah. you're going through permitting forever or Cambridge or anywhere. Um but yeah, they were they were great. So I was kind of surprised. We didn't really plan on it, but everyone I had asked a couple of people, <laughs> and everyone said Ten Cousins Brick Oven in Westport. And it rhymes. And uh, the beauty is, like, I live in Bridgewater. Westport's only twenty minutes. Like, do you know how crazy <laughs> like close that is? Yeah. Like, I can get to Westport faster than I can get to Boston, and I never, I just didn't even think of that. Wow. Um. Um. I gotta say yes. real quick. My friends are listening in, and I and um, you said the meatball looked like a snowball, and one of them sent like a fro- you know frozen. Do you want to build a snowman? Yes. Emily said, "Do you want to build a meat man?" <laughs> <laughs> and then Nicole said, uh, "I will eat him praying mantis style," which just cracked me up. Wow. So, yep. so she's gonna have sex with him first. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's praying mantis I mean, style. Yeah, it, it it is. Thank you for but that. But you're right. That would be great if they put three of them together. <laughs> yeah, that would be great for Christmas. No, oh, yeah. that's, right, and then right? they could decorate it with like um, winter play party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you two are never gonna let that live down, are never, you? Never, never, never. Nope. Um. Yes, you could you could serve that at a winter play party. I do have another yeah. shout out that I forgot about. Actually, yes. while I was in Dallas, I tried. It was called Boulevard Brewing Company. Is the company uh, from Kansas City? They're not sold around here. At least I've never seen one. And I tried a rosemary IPA. What? And we we got like a variety pack. Me and this other guy that was down there. Yeah. And because uh, we found out right after we got there that we both loved beer. So we decided to That's just awesome. buy some beer that we would never have again. And Wait, just, you were in Texas and you found someone who loves beer? Yeah. No, he was he was he was one of the other cheerleading parents. Oh, okay. Uh, 
who is with us. And, yes. uh, yeah, we looked at it and said a rosemary IPA. That sounds absolutely disgusting. And it may be one of the best beers I've ever drank in my entire life. Yeah, we, uh, remember we were talking about all those crazy herbs that people are now infusing in beer? Yeah. And rosemary was the most popular one, and you're like, I remember you said, that sounds weird, but. Yeah. Oh, it was delicious. It was unbelievably good. The first thing we did after we started drinking it was try and see if there was any possible way to get it in Massachusetts. Yeah. And that's our, that's our current goal is to get some <laughs> of that. Ryan at Julio's will definitely be able to. I, I was just looking it up while you are talking, and uh, it seems like they do distribute, but only in bottles. If he can get yeah. his hands on it, yeah, let me know. I will. All right, 508-871-7000 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. We'll be right back after this. What Jezebel Grace just said when she heard this music. Yep. Just there's a lot of memes and hashtags. What is this? Um. So jokingly, this is an ancient band from the old world. <laughs> what is from it, the new kids on from the, the long, long ago, oh the before God. time. Uh, yes. No. So um, oh, I can jam the new kids on the youth. block. <laughs> so one, uh, one. Uh, they were on Fuller House. They were. Of course, they were. So a uh, a long time ago, um, there was this band called New Kids on the Block. You know, <laughs> before you millennials were born, and they were really popular. And um, that is not true. What I was born. Oh, you were okay. Anyway, um, several of my step by step is a jam. Yes, it is. Oh yeah, I guess you. Yeah, I thought I I thought I pulled that song too. So anyway, uh, every now and then a <laughs> couple of my co-hosts on Fridays uh, like New Kids on the Block and or we have New Kids in the News because two of them um, separately own separate restaurants in Massachusetts. So anytime there's <laughs> news about them or what have you, I'll throw that in. But I actually left that from last Friday that I forgot to swap out. Uh, you may want to swap out the Vinny's Girly Drink of the Week theme music. Um, I'll, <laughs> I'll put it back in tomorrow night, but um, it is what it is. So let's get into um, what I like to call housekeeping, great events going on in and around New England, because I think there's some fun and or funny ones, as well as a few interesting ones. And uh, I, I kind of went in a strange order this week as to uh, what we're what we're talking about in what order. So... The first one is a great charity event for uh, MS, multiple sclerosis, of course. Um, the national organization is, uh, the National MS Society is organizing this. Uh, all information can be found at mnss.org. And it is Climb to the Top of Boston. So this is a little different, but I thought it was really interesting. So Clarendon Tower... In Boston, 200 Clarendon Street, um, is where they're hosting this. And basically, you climb the stairs to the top. So instead of taking <laughs> the dirty look you just gave me, Jezebel, was <laughs> like, that was a dirty like, look. That's just my face. You're like, what? So 
$35 online until March 1st, so $50 registration on site uh, the day of the event, Saturday, March 4th. You have to raise $250 at least in order to be able to do this, and then you climb to the top by stairs of Clarendon Tower. Well, wait, so you raise money to then have to climb stairs. Yes. Well, it's just It like, should be if you don't make the $250, <laughs> you have to climb the stairs. If not, you get to ride the elevator. <laughs> that, see, that makes too much sense. No, but there's a lot of... Cr- I think this is based on the uh, walk for hunger, where for every mile you walk, it, like if someone says, I'll pledge a dollar for every mile you walk, and then if you walk all 20, they have to pay 20. I think they're doing something similar to that, except they're just doing it as lump sum instead of number of floors. Hmm. But you're right; they might they might get a little further if they do that. But yeah, because it'd be cool to go to the top of that tower. But uh, I think you didn't. I would try and raise like two hundred and forty nine dollars. <laughs> so that way you could. Like, that way, yeah, I'd have to take the elevator. Walk one flight and then take the elevator. Nice. But you didn't. Um, you you wouldn't want to do this just as a challenge to see how many floors you could do. Nope. I would rather do this. I'm than too lazy of a human being for that. I would rather do this than run. Although than I do, do like a run. I think I could, I think I could go for it after how much beer I drank over the past <laughs> <laughs> like at least 15 beers a day spread out over the entire day. Uh in Texas. Yeah, while I was in Texas and then past couple yeah, So what if there were 20 flights of uh what if there were 20 stories? And every story you did, you got a beer. Or every five stories, you got a beer. Yeah, oh, and then 100%. You got to do five See, that more. makes sense to me. There's an incentive to climb the stairs. And so. then you could get beers to sponsor every five floors. Yeah. So, so the, the 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 first sponsorship would be the best one because everyone's going to do at least like, five. You do like a Harpoon or Sam Adams right. does the first five floors. Once right. you make it to floor number five, then it's Harpoon. And then you got uh And then uh, like... Watch night shit shift. or something. Well, exactly. Make sure that th- that's awesome. Oh my God, we're geniuses. We gotta get a hold <laughs> of we gotta, people. We gotta we gotta find someone. We're gonna do flights of beer. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yes. Or are yeah, you giving me the good. dirty look? I'm lost in Snapchat right now. I can now. never I'm sorry. tell. The, I can never tell if it's a dirty look or like. A, oh yeah, that. That's uh, just my face. People always think that. That's my face, sir. <sighs> I just look mean. It's not my fault. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. Oh, okay. Do you even get that reference, Cam? What reference? I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. No. Roger Rabbit. It's Jessica Jessica Rabbit. Rabbit. No, I don't. Do you know who Jessica Rabbit is? Yes. Okay, good. Do you ever cosplay her? Uh, No. I've been told to many, many, many times, though. Well, I mean, more than anything else, the hair is, like, perfect. Yeah. (laughs) What? Nothing. This is funny. Well, how many people have that color red? Yeah, it's like, true. Like, you know. Uh, moving on. Uh, Cam, actually, this is another Cam question. I wonder how, like... It's all about Cam tonight. It Cam, is. Cam's stealing my job. Well, see if either of you know. He wants you're both, two jobs now. You're both technically millennial-ish. Do oh, you know? God. Do you know who the Swiss Guard protects? The, the Switzerland. <laughs> no. Go ahead. The king? No. Isn't it? I don't know. No, the Swiss Guard protects the Pope. Oh. Yeah. I knew it was something. Wow, that noise was insane. You sound like a baby dinosaur. Sorry. That was went, cool. Ah. No, it just came through funny. I was like, ah, it's a baby pterodactyl. That's me. Um, Is that the new name? Baby pterodactyl. Baby pterodactyl. <laughs> Diesel McWheels, Studley McMuffin, baby pterodactyl. Baby pterodactyl. I like baby pterodactyl. <laughs> I could get used to baby pterodactyl. Yep. So the Swiss Guard, uh, yeah, they protect the Pope. And so uh, at Faneuil Hall this Saturday, 
at 9 a.m., they're doing the Ancient and Honorable Artillery Company Museum Armory is profiling. <laughs> is that a name? This, yes. They're wow. profiling the Swiss Guard, and they're calling it a private view. And they're uh. pikemen, and it's just their, well, their uh, outfits <laughs> were designed by Leonardo da Vinci. Oh. And they kept the same design is still used. Uh, yeah, the uh, guys who dress like that at the Ren Fair are guarding the king usually. That's why. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, because that's, that's my life. Because I I'm around Swiss Guard in real life. Yeah. Or people cosplaying as them, I guess. Well, hey, you you're around people. Hey. Who, no, you're around people. I said hey, not a. Hey. You're around people who. Every caddy spaghetti. A <laughs> <Hey>. confetti. <laughs> you're around people who cosplay the Pope. You're around people who cosplay the Swiss Guard. That's why I figured you might know the... No, okay. Yeah, no, the Pope and the Cardinal are kind of comedic characters that just walk around saying off-color stuff. Yeah, that's the way they are <laughs> in real the, life, That's too. the Ren Fair for you, yeah. Uh, moving on. Cam, I know you hate peanut butter. Do you hate maple syrup? No. Okay, good. I am more of a fan of the fake syrup, though. <laughs> you are? <laughs> Did, yep. Did you ever? Uh, did you ever see them making the fake syrup? Fake. Yeah, like the non-real. Oh yeah, maple me too. Syrup. Yeah, real maple syrup makes my mouth feel funny. Yeah. It, you might be allergic. Oh, maybe. So maple. <laughs> everyone. So. Everyone knows that um, you know maple syrup. It's big in New England, of course. They tap the trees, they drain the trees, and then they boil it down. Do you know where they boil it down? Somerville. Really. Somerville. All ha- of it. Not all of it, but most of it. Somerville is having a maple syrup boil down festival. <laughs> I, I wow, cannot that make this. Hot. I cannot make. Yeah, it does. Boiling I can't jokes. make. Do they I, keep it in a giant tank? Are we gonna have a maple syrup spill? I, I hope not. A maple not syrup again. dunk tank. Just to match up with the uh, the great uh, molasses spill, which is still one of the funniest stories. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, tragic. It's tragic. No people died. But it's ridiculous. You know all about that, right? Yeah. yeah. There's a drunk history about it that's great. It's one of the best episodes. True thing, people died and it's sad, but like at the same time, mo- it's it was a mala- like a flood of it, molasses. It was also yeah. 100 years ago, so, you know. Could you imagine that much molasses even being Ugh. a thing? It was a tidal wave of molasses through the streets. I know. It was that huge tank. And the worst thing about it was, like, it was white originally and people are like, it's leaking. And they're like, uh, paint it brown so you can't see that it's leaking anymore. They're like, uh, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah, what? It's like a Family Guy sketch happened in real life a hundred years ago. Basically. Like, legit. Um, <laughs> nice subject change. So hopefully that doesn't happen to this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I cursed it. Yeah, I know, right? The uh, some, if I swear to God, if if Saturday night on the news, <laughs> the maple syrup, syrup boiled Dozens down. Dozens inconvenienced by <laughs> horrible maple syrup spill. So the In su- other news, it smells delicious. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Somerville now smells like pancakes. Yep. Uh, it's going on at the Somerville Community Growing Center again Saturday, March 4th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. if you're interested. Um, let's do, yeah, let's do one more before the break. Um, kind of a quick one. I just wanted to make sure, um, got mentioned. The 274th anniversary of the Boston Massacre is ah. this Saturday, and they are going to reenact it outside of the old state house. <laughs> Reenacting a massacre is just funny. Jezebel, people died. How can you laugh? Yeah, well, that was 
longer ago than yes, uh, the long, long ago. Yeah. The before time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the 274th anniversary of it's going to be commemorated uh, outside old the old state house in Boston. If you don't know where it is, basically look for the staples and it's across the street. <laughs> Look for the staples. That's depressing. We're across the street. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's near City Hall as well. But um, I just wanted to mention it. I obviously it's free, open to the public. Ten thirty a.m. though. I don't think it happened at ten thirty a.m. But that's when they're going to reenact it. Hmm. Um. No, but I mean it's a big deal. Like anyone around the country, you say Boston Massacre reenactment on in the actual spot where it was. They'd be like, "Oh, I gotta go to that." Like yeah. anyone who's in town just for this weekend, yeah, is gonna if if they heard this, they would immediately go. So that's why I figured I'd put it out there. If you've got friends, family, whatever visiting, it's gonna be the uh, the thing to do. Five zero eight eight seven one seven thousand is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. We'll be right back after this. Five zero eight eight seven one seven thousand is the number to join us here. Did I scare you with that? That was good. On Taste of Massachusetts, I'm Vincent Arichetti, Jezebel Grace, Cam behind the glass. Cam's stories on air, as good as they are, yeah, the ones off the air are better. Yeah, it's true. We could we could totally do exclusive content. No, we, we like <laughs> seriously. We have to like. I, I'm I'm gonna set it up sooner or later. It's just a matter of time and having enough time and prioritizing to where we can do Facebook Live, Instagram Live, and the show all at the same time. So that way, during the break, when Cam comes in and visits, and his crazy stories can be put out there <laughs> into the ether. Story time with Cam. Story yeah. t- exactly. Yeah, they're they're good. They're it, all good weird. though. I find myself constantly questioning, how did I get myself in this position? <laughs> that is like a constant thought that goes in my head. How did I get here? Yeah, yep. and why? I yeah, I used to ask that, but then I'd blame myself because dumb decisions. <laughs> hey, Cam, you love harpoon. Um, St. Patrick's Day at the brewery is actually this weekend at Harpoon. Oh wow. Because they know, they see they're smart. They know that this year it's uh, St. Patrick's Day is on a Friday night, so they know they're like, well, we're gonna definitely be packed. Then why don't we extend St. Patrick's Day? Good idea. Massachusetts, we are like people say, oh, what are you doing for St. Patrick's Day? And in Massachusetts, it's like St. Patrick's Day weekend. It's never St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, and in Worcester, it's like the weekend beforehand, the right. parade. Because everyone wants to go to Boston for the other one, for yeah. the pol- whatever. Stupid politicians. By the way, making... the best day of the year in Worcester. What? Easily parade day. Really? Yeah, I'm already like trying to... I'm supposed to go to one of the, a concert that night, and I don't know if I'm going to make it. <laughs> Just uh, make sure you start with a base. Have a good uh, go. Yeah, I mean the, everybody uh, usually passes out by like 5 p.m., but I gotta stay awake and drive all the way to Boston. Go to the Miss Worcester Diner. Have like hash browns and like biscuits and everything crazy. The whiskers on kittens. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very nice. Um, but uh, so anyway, uh, this I was week- thinking like copious amounts of Red Bull, but no, <laughs> no, no, no. You get a base, and that way, as you're drinking. 
You know. Oh, what I mean? gotcha. Beforehand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so St. Patrick's <laughs> Day at the brewery, harpoonbrewery.com for all information. They have uh, shuttles from South Station. They're very conscious of uh, of that stuff. I believe there's discounts for designated drivers. Like they're really. Harpoons, I love that. Yeah, Harpoon's... That's always so I know, like, uh, the Comcast Center. Yeah. Now the Xfinity Center. Um, in Mansfield, you get free sodas all night if you sign up to be a designated driver. Really? So you get a wristband. That means that... Uh, they won't serve they you. They can't right? serve what? you alcohol. Um, wow. But you get free soda all night. You know, where was this when I was always designated driver? It's a wicked driver? good idea. <laughs> I don't know what... I like soda. Well, I mean, no, I would totally, like, Shirley Temple it up. I don't know what their... Mo- <laughs> See, I don't know what their motivation is You're for hardcore. doing it, because there's no... Monetary motivation no, for that. No, it's safety. It's, it is safety, it's, which is good. It's never having an issue. Yep. And uh, I tell I tell restaurants all the time, do it in some way. Yeah. You know, do the wristband thing. They're they're cheap. You can get them at any party store now. But yeah, it's it's a great idea. You know, free drinks for that aren't alcoholic for anybody who's willing to not have any alcoholic drinks. Yeah. It's a great absolutely. idea. Wow. Um. Oh, also going on. This is like the most non-Vincent story ever, but I know. A boatload of people will find this interesting. The Golf Expo at the Seaport World Trade Center is going on this weekend. Mm-hmm. I know a ton of people golf. I know you golf. I know you love to golf. I know you wait all year. I know you hate living in New England because, you know, with seasonal golf, it's not year-round. Uh, GolfExpoBoston.com for all information. I love the write-up. Whack balls with this year's new <laughs> clubs. No, it says hit balls, but I, I think whack balls makes sounds funnier. I'm going to go down and whack some balls at the club. Exactly. Ah, those <laughs> ball whackers. Uh, whack balls with this year's new clubs. Take seminars, learn tips, plan golf trips, and visit 100 exhibitors at the National Golf Expo at the Seaport World Trade Center. Discounted tickets starting at $9. Um, I do have to say, the one thing I do like to do with golf is when they have golf simulators anywhere. Have you ever used one of those or seen them? I just did. Uh, my first ever golfing experience was, I believe, last weekend or the weekend before at a golf simulator. Where'd you my go? My roommates are trying to get me into it. It was in Ashland. Oh, it's at, at what is it? Fours Golf Doctor Doctor Greens. I oh, believe it's called. Oh, really? Yeah, it's uh, it was awesome. I didn't was know really there was cool. another one. I knew there was one called like um, There's a, Golf X or something like, a like that. Fours Golf that my roommates go to all the time. They're trying to get me into it. I finally got a set of clubs the other day, actually. I'm going to be a golf superstar before you know it. <laughs> well, you know. I played Goat Simulator. Does that count for anything? <laughs> what's, what's, what's Goat Simulator? It's a video game. You're a goat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can tell by the title, but you're a goat. <laughs> you're a goat. That's pretty much all there is to it. Uh, you can, like, wreck stuff, and I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> all right. Yeah, you run into something, and, like, you can get, like, launched into the so, air. So, I mean, people got paid to make that video game, yeah. so I'm starting to, like, get less worried about my own future. There's another game where uh, you, you're a piece of toast, and you're trying to toast yourself on random household objects. <laughs> wow. Like an iron instead of... You're just a piece of toast flopping around a room. It's weird. <laughs> That's my type of game. Yeah. Yep. Can, do you hear that? Are you getting... That's my foot. No, no, no. Do you, are you, so that's that's all that is. Yes. I was like, wow, is it thunder and lightning outside or something? Oh, you know. This happens every week. Yeah, but it's always my foot, except for that one time when we lost power. Yeah, no, no that was not your foot. Hey, as uh, long as it doesn't, it's already happened twice today. So. Oh, it has. <laughs> yeah, just a heads up. Really? <laughs> well, that was when it was really windy out. It's oh, only man. happened twice. Oh yeah, it is windy. Yeah. It's only right. happened twice, but uh, I can hear everything. 
I can smell everything. I can. I'm just blind as hell. But other than that, I can smell really far. <laughs> oh, I can. One of my one time when I was working um, graphic de- like uh, selling direct mail, graphic design and stuff, there was a woman three offices down the hallway who ate two Tic Tacs, and I yelled down the hall to her, "Did someone bring in birthday cake?" And she goes, "Uh, no." You're a freak. Uh, you're you're just you have a dog's nose, and I was like, yeah, okay, that's it. Hmm. Moving on. Um, Vincent's weekly proclamation that he has a dog's nose. I do. Well, I don't say it every week. Uh, I say Jiminy Crickets every week. Yeah, that doesn't count though. <laughs> yes, that one doesn't count. No, 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 no. That was that was a reference, not a uh, not a exclamation. Exactly. Um, March eleventh is probably one of the best events that you don't know about. The New England Dessert Expo. <laughs> N-E-DessertShowcase.com. Go ahead. What? I used to dance under that name. No, not for that. No, why would, that's not even a good one. New England Dessert Showcase? Yeah, no. Oh, that's the name of the place I used to dance at? <laughs> no. It doesn't, 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 doesn't work like that, Vincent. All right. Uh, sample, taste, and purchase the region's finest desserts at the New England Dessert. Dessert. <laughs> I can't say it now. Dessert. Have some dessert, guys. Tries to make a joke. Nobody laughs. No. Says dessert wrong, and we crack up. <laughs> yeah. Dessert. Oh, no. You're right. The New England oh, Desert man. Showcase <laughs> from Exeter's. People are really big Gormit. fans of deserts. I don't understand. <laughs> what do they do? Bring dishes of sand? <laughs> little tiny, yeah, little tiny cactus. Try a desert. I got a little cactus for you. New England Desert Showcase from Exeter's in Gourmet Dining. How's yeah. that? Do they do it right? Yeah, boxed gods. <laughs> boxed gods. Pastries. Pastry. Ice cream, can't mess that up. Chocolate and liquored. Lycor. Industries uh, <laughs> at Western Boston Waterfront Hotel. Discounted VIP tickets, $20. Uh, I think I saw it was like $35, and then there's a $55 pass that gives you free samples for everything. And I don't know, it's, I thought it was pretty cool. I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be busy that day, but NewEnglandDessertShowcase.com, AnyDessertShowcase.com for all information. March 11th, 508-871-7000 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. We'll be right back. Eight eight seven one seven thousand is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. Hour number two, kicking it off with Lionel Richie. Get well soon. Wow. Recovering from knee surgery, had to delay his tour. Did you say kicking it off with some Lionel Richie? Who's kicking recovering it from knee surgery. He is recovering. I said, <laughs> get well soon, Lionel Richie. Ooh, that's a low blow. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I didn't even realize I did that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't care. Get well soon, Lionel Richie. Always, uh, always good. Always, always wonderful. I listened to his whole. He had a. Can I just tell you? He had a CBS. We need to just call this the Lionel Richie segment. 
Because yeah. every week it's just you talking about Lionel Richie and gushing about him. I do it on Fridays, too. He had a CBS special in 2013, I think. Really? And uh two-hour special. I thought you were going to say 1992 or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> and Two-hour special on CBS uh one Friday night, and um it was uh, him and a bunch of, like, it was mostly country stars, but everyone, it was more than just that, but, like, country acts singing with him, singing with, uh, doing duets, singing his songs, him singing whatever. And, uh, I watch the edited version with no commercials, usually once every two or three weeks. And so today I played that while I was working at home on the <laughs> background of the computer. I'm, I d- my I'm not surprised. D- no, my dogs know every line of Richie's song. <laughs> you sound insane. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Happily. Uh, so, I think one of my favorite Family Guy things of all time is when Peter's sitting in his bed crying listening to the album. <laughs> He's like, Lionel, who it is hurt, obvious. You, uh, yeah. Who hurt you? Who hurt you, Lionel? Yeah. Who it is obvious you? somebody hurt you. Hello? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that made my day when I saw that. Um, one more. I know it's sad, but you know I'm not lying at all. Nope. Uh, absolutely was so happy. That's like me with it. old Bruins games that happened. Yep. Just like once every couple weeks, I'm like, oh, remember when this game happened? And I'll watch like the entire thing. <laughs> or Huey Lewis, apparently. Oh, oh Rich, yeah. Rich, uh, my my boyfriend is at um a Bruins game with his dad tonight. Oh, that's nice. Oh, I'm yeah. watching that right now. Oh. <laughs> You're watching my. It's zero zero. It's, I was just gonna say. Yeah, watching, I'm watching you. I'm watching your boyfriend I uh, at the in. game. Not I, not the game. Just nice. <laughs> hack the security cameras. Great time. It's going well. They're getting along well. Oh, good, good. good. WCRN will get sued. Don't good worry, not you. It's their it's their IP. <laughs> um, one more event that I wanted to get into. I wanted to kind of give you guys an opportunity to uh, respond <laughs> to, give me your thoughts on. Yeah. So. Marshmallow fluff was invented in Massachusetts, and the Fluff Centennial Birthday Party is this Saturday from 9.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. in Somerville as well. Wow. So there's a boatload of stuff going on in Somerville. Yeah. Uh, you can get your maple syrup on. You can get your fluff on. Fluff is something I've never eaten in a sandwich. Really? Because I don't like peanut butter, so what else do you put? Yeah, you're right. You, you just don't. I feel like fluff sandwich. peanut butter and fluff is like a thing. And then besides that, what else do you put with fluff did, in a sandwich? Uh, did you go to Sweet yet? No, I have not. You still have the gift card, right? Yeah, I gotta find a girl to take to sleep first. You know, that's not like a bro date. Like, hey, bro, let's go, let's go get desserts, man. <laughs> well, they, but, they, well, they, it's not that I couldn't. It's right. that I'm. That would be that is a perfect date night. So you know, yeah, yeah. I gotta save that for the perfect save time. It, exactly. <laughs> um, so she, uh, so, uh, Elena at Sweet, Elena at Sweet does a dosant with basically a cronut and she fills it with chocolate and fluff. Wow. Yeah. That's. See, I could get behind that. So yeah. It's like a s'mores, s'mores. Kind of, yeah, kind of, kind of like that. Dosant. Yeah, well. That's what I'm naming my firstborn child. <laughs> dosant. Dosant. Cronut, dosant, whatever name they want to make up. Dosant. Um. It sounds like a name. It does. It sounds like a French name. Um, so yes, Fluff Centennial Birthday Party, Saturday, March 4th, at the, uh, it's taking place at or as part of the Somerville Winters Farmer Market, which has so many problems with that title. Do they have a winter play party? 
<laughs> I'm sure if I don't care. I'm just I'm every sure, single time. I'm just saying it. I'm sure if you and Cam go there and say, "Hey, we're here for the winter play party," they would start one. <laughs> Marshmallow flow. I got to read this spontaneously one. around us. Yes, just erupt. Just exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, odd choice of words there, but um, I got to read this because it's hilarious. Marshmallow Fluff turns 100 years old. It was right here in Somerville that Archibald Query... That's not real. Nobody's really named Archibald. I feel like I'm listening to the plot of a CW right, I show. I thought the last name was <laughs> the weirder part, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> we find it equally strange. Archibald Query. Yeah. <laughs> Archibald Query first whipped up this world-famous treat and began selling it door to door. At the March 4th Somerville Winters Farmer Market and Play Party, we're, we're honoring the centennial. <laughs> Somebody's going to show up there being like, uh, I heard there was a play party. Yeah, it involved fluff. <laughs> They're going to show up as the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Oh, man. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, I wait every year for the Fluff Festival. Yeah. Uh, they're honoring the centennial with a birthday party celebrating Somerville's favorite local crop. <laughs> the armory will be transformed <laughs> into a birthday celebration with decorations and over 30 vendors joining in on the fun. At the winter play party. <laughs> the winter Hold on. A, it, this is a typo. It says a band new book. It means a brand new book called Fluff. The the sticky sweet story of an American icon, also known as the Marilyn Monroe story, <laughs> chronicling the surprise. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Chronicling the surprising story of fluff will be <laughs> hot off the presses and on sale. The author Mimi Grainery. Grainy. That's not Grainery. No, Grainy. Yeah, Maybe Grainy an e. and Archibald Query. Like, what is this? No, there's an E before the Y, so wouldn't it be Grainery? Grainery? No. I don't know. It looks French. Grainy. All right, grainy. There'd be an R before the Y of grainery. All right. We'll be available for <laughs> signing. Uh, there will be lots of fluff treats. I read we'll be available for hot signing, yeah. and I was like, what? What is that? And I was like, oh, no, I'm reading the line above it. Never mind. There will be lots of fluff treats on throughout the market, such as, are you ready for some of these names? Mm-hmm. No. Sea salt caramel <laughs> crispies oh. from Avers Caramel Popcorn. To fluff ice cream from Tipping Cow. Peanut butter fluff chocolate cups. Because <laughs> <laughs> you knew that was coming. <laughs> from the uh, apothecary. Uh, it's supposed to be apothecary. The apothecary. Yeah. Apothecary. <laughs> Archibald Query's apothecary. Oh, you got my fancy with that one. <laughs> and even their homemade marshmallow cream from Birch Tree Baking, which is actually good. Uh, even <laughs> Jaju, your butt, which is actually so listen to this. Jaju pierogi is getting in on the fun with a berry fluff chocolate pierogi. Jaju pierogi? That's how do you say J-A-J-U. No, it just looks like a name. I thought it was a name when I read it. Yeah, Jaju pierogi. Jaju pierogi. Usually, What's up? my yeah. name's Jaju. <laughs> Jaju Pierogi. Sounds like a Jedi from like, yeah. you know, we're not gonna put Jaju in this this movie. It's not cool. <laughs> Meanwhile, other vendors will be giving out birthday presents, and you're the honoree. Wear your T-shirt from Fluff Festival's past, <laughs> or just tell the staff. Come on, I'm a Fluff <laughs> enthusiast. I brought my T-shirt from last year. Yeah, my daughter wears fluff. it for her night shirt. Like what? <laughs> I came here for the I'm fluff. I'm very passionate about my fluff. Yeah. I came here for the fluff. I stayed for the experience. 
<laughs> you guys are gonna flip out. I stayed play. for the play. <laughs> for the I stayed for the play. play party. You guys are gonna flip out when I read this next line. Or just tell the. <laughs> I can't even get. Or just tell the staff. I'm a friend of Archibald Query to receive <laughs> discounts and free gifts throughout the day. There you go. There you go. I'm a friend you of Archibald. You just got to know a guy. <laughs> if, if you see someone you want to play with, just yeah. walk up to them and say, I'm a friend of Archibald Query. You say, are you looking to be fluffed? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Tasteless, the show. Absolutely. <sighs> This is hour number two. Yep. Throughout the day, I wonder how many people are going to cancel on me for tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> we listen to that show. Jezebel and Cam are out of control. Yeah. Diesel so, McWheels. <laughs> is Diesel going to be there? No? Oh, forget it. I'm yeah, not coming. Forget it. Throughout vroom, the vroom. day. <laughs> throughout, God. Vroom, vroom, ladies. Vroom, vroom. This is I like Diesel McWheel. Vroom, vroom. Diesel McWheel's here. Throughout the day, we'll be giving away 100 free cupcakes because every birthday party needs cake. You're going to open a restaurant called Diesel McMeals. Ooh. <laughs> like that. It's a car-themed restaurant that Diesel I just Mc- Meals on Wheels, and yeah. you can be like a... And tickets can just start at five bucks. Tickets are just five dollars. By the way, there is a. Uh, I can't handle when you guys do that. It's so freaking funny. There is a. Um, Inflation is no match for our <laughs> for our show. There is going on in in Boston a um, a monster truck uh, jam, hmm. and I I didn't pull the story only because we had so many other like good ones. And, I and you didn't want the entire second half of the show <laughs> to be us making monster truck noises? No, because I knew I knew it would just be. It would just be Sunday, whole, Sunday, Sunday. That's what I want. Uh, I oh don't. My un- God, I just so don't fun. understand why they didn't do it during school vacation week. That way, tickets just five dollars for kids on vacation. <laughs> Amazing that they they're still just five bucks. They are, because <laughs> they know once they get them hooked, they're coming back forever. Oh yeah. <laughs> so until they turn eighteen and they're no longer five dollars. No, then then they're well no then they're going. Then to they the switch to wrestling and pay like ninety dollars. Yes. Yes, absolutely. No comment. <laughs> True. My bank account is weeping. Correct. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, probably get into the wide world of food. Lots of great, uh, hilarious stories. An update on the Oreo peeps. I'm telling you, that not, not cool. Not cool, Oreo. When we come back here on Taste of Massachusetts. Welcome back to Taste of Mass. You should have seen the dancing he was just doing. You know, I thought about filming it, but then I realized it would just be a silent room <laughs> with you dancing, and it would be really weird. I did do yeah, it. Yeah, you told me to get rid of the Vinny's Girly Drink of the Week music, right. and I couldn't think of anything better. It's perfect. It's perfect. We just rickrolled half of Massachusetts. Nice. Nice. Now I'm going to want to listen to the whole song. Yeah, that's the problem with this song. It's that catchy. Let's just talk over it. Yeah. Well, we well we got to trans we got to transition to uh, never gonna the, say goodbye. We got to transition to the wild world of food, so it's like kind of kind of very difficult to do that, and then it's kind of like it'll just be sporadic. Uh, yeah, from now on, yeah. sporadically yes. throughout the show, yep. you'll just hear a random clip from a I random love part it. of the song. I love it. It reminds me of um, Cam. You know that uh, Jezebel Grace was actually a guest on the show. 
before she became part of the show. Wow. Yeah, episode two. Yeah. She was the guest. Huh. That's pretty cool. And then, um, and in that episode, she and a good friend of mine, D. Anthony, sang a duet. Uh, I don't know Aaron Neville. much, yeah. but I know I love you. Yeah. And uh, my friend D. Anthony. All does... I need to know. <laughs> and my friend D. Anthony does a perfect impression of Aaron uh, Neville. Aaron Neville. Oh. He is the. Do you know who Aaron Neville is? No. Okay, yeah. Google him. Because uh, my friend D. Anthony. I was like, there's no way he knows who that is. Well, my friend D. Anthony is the <laughs> oh, whitest. Oh, Aaron Neville. You have yeah. any idea? Oh, yeah. Not at all. Oh, yeah. Aaron Neville. I, I love her. What? <laughs> So my friend D'Anthony is the whitest Irish guy you'll ever meet. Yeah. And yet he he's he does a perfect impression yeah, of the good. guy. And so it's pretty funny anyway. So I digress. Cam, I think it's time for us to transition to the wide world of food. It's the <laughs> wide, the wide world of food. Andy's such a pop star. <laughs> I realized we hadn't played it yet, so. Yep. Well, because Andy has not done the show in forever. Yeah, he made this Wide World of Food intro and then just never <laughs> hasn't hosted since. Is he ever coming back? I don't know. Like, even just a guest, like, even if he just, like, came as in a and guest, said hi. Invite him as a guest one night. Oh, he would do the show. Oh, he would totally do the show. You know, if they said to him, do you want to work? No. Do you want to do the show? Yes. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of funny. So... Getting into the wide world of food, uh, Jezebel Grace, last week you were very upset we did not get to the story, so I will start off with it. Burger King's new chow mein burger is drenched in Kung <laughs> Pao sauce. Burger King, India. So only. am I. What? <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. No, you, I remember last week when we were leaving, you're like, oh, we didn't do this one. Yeah, I know. I just meant I was drenched in Kung Pao sauce. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sounds so, like quite the night. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, you went to a play yeah. party. Oh, wow. <laughs> Burger King yeah. India, uh, of course, the Whopper features either chicken, vegetable, or mutton patties as the protein instead of cow. Obviously. So, yeah. make the jokes. I don't know. It's a very moving, I don't know, whatever. Utterly. What? Sorry. It's utterly delicious. I don't know. Cow jokes. Utter. <laughs> Moo. Moo. Moo? Yeah. More like boo. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say the coordination of you two ganging up on me tonight is freaking <laughs> awesome. It's true. We're, like, yeah, we're kind of like is, a well-oiled machine right now. This is like how it's supposed to be. <laughs> I say something, you guys make fun the of well-oiled me. well-oiled machine, yeah. that's what they knew me for. <laughs> At the play party. That's that's why you got the that name. Was nickname. Yeah. That was my nickname at the play party, yep. the well-oiled machine. I'm drenched in Kung Pao sauce, and he's a well-oiled machine. God. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Anybody tuning in right then? I can't believe people listen to like, this garbage. 
you would <laughs> did I I told you right uh, like yeah. it's crazy people are like oh yeah I know who you are and I'm like what yeah. and half of the show is just me and her making ridiculous noises. fun of me yeah. <laughs> making fun of me playing <laughs> clips like uh, butter my butt and call me a biscuit that yeah. don't even make sense we're just gonna play them anyway yep. nice <laughs> <laughs> um, so last week we did a story on uh, Peeps Oreos. Basically, they're Oreos, <laughs> and instead of the regular cream, they're Peep flavored and pink Peep colored. And I know this is like I, is the filling like marshmallow or is it just like it tastes like a pink Peep? <sighs> so it's disgusting <laughs> because it not only tastes like a pink Peep. But they definitely use. <laughs> keep my mouth shut. They definitely. I know because I got to get through the name and then yeah. you can make fun of it. So they obviously use way too much food coloring because you can taste the food coloring. Oh yeah, you can't use red we, food dye. Yeah, it no. makes everything gross. So we did a taste test last Friday and like uh, I think it was uh, Barbara co-hosted with me. They were horrible, and so I made her take them home to her husband and kids, and they all said, "Yeah, they're horrible." <laughs> So now there's an update. Oreo's new peep flavored turns your saliva pink and people are freaking out. That's <laughs> like when uh when Burger King had that burger with the black bun yeah. and people's people's uh bathroom visits. Yeah, that's the one. I was trying to think of if there was something else that we talked about and I, that must have been it. That is, yeah, we yeah. Talked, that we is t- a terrifying yeah, story. Yeah, we talked about Well that. yeah, because that means, you know, yeah. There's also there's <laughs> bad all things. There's yeah, bad things we'll leave it at that. <laughs> There's also, I'm told, what is that? Oh, shoot. We're up against the break. Didn't even yeah, realize. Yeah, no, that wasn't a sound effect. Yeah. That's the music. <laughs> 508-871-7000 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. <laughs> we'll be right back after this quick break. Seven one seven thousand is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. I just um, had an idea. Yes. All right. So how about for for one show coming up soon? Oh boy. You let me pick all the music, <laughs> and then for Done. another one, uh, Cam can pick music. I love it. And then I think that'd be fun. Done. Leave like the intro and like that last uh, Star Trek. Uh, yeah. End, yeah. End music. And yeah. Then, and then yeah, the rest we completely decide. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. Do it. Email You're each other. You're going to regret giving me that, that type of power. Next know, Thursday. Right? Thursday. Next week, Thursday, because you're in, right? Next Thursday. We're going to be chatting about this on Facebook. Yep, just start. <laughs> yep, just what start. are you going to pick? <laughs> yeah, give me your uh, music selections yeah. and I'll put them in for you. Jezebel's going to be like, uh, can you find the theme to the Adams Family? Like, she's just going to pick crazy Adams Family It'll be theme. all Japanese pop. Mine are going to be all <laughs> jams. Like, absolute throwback jams. Yeah. Like Huey Lewis, of course. Oh yeah, yep. there's gonna be a little Huey. Maybe, maybe you might see a little bit of the outfield. You're, you're, you're gonna, 
you're gonna just do uh, Rick Astley the whole yeah. night. <laughs> Every it's single gonna be break. alternating between Together Forever and Never Gonna Give You Up. I'm nice. just gonna do uh, What's New Pussycat for every single <laughs> every single one. And then one of them is gonna be uh, yeah, it's not unusual. It's not unusual. Yeah. Nice, love it. And then back to What's New Pussycat. Yep. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> oh, beautiful. So uh, we're going through some of the wide world of food, funny food stories. We're talking about peeps. Um, I think we need to transition. Basically, the uh, the junk food guy who um, first reported on the peeps uh, noticed that uh, it it turned his toothbrush pink when he was <laughs> brushing his teeth. So uh, those those Oreo peeps are just they're rough. I like don't get them. Please don't get them. They may look cool, but no. Yeah, my mom taught me at a very young age. Uh, the hard way, because I wanted a gingerbread cookie that had red frosting. Yep. And my mom goes, no, it's disgusting. I think it was like Elmo or something. And she's like, you're not going to like it. And I was like, no, I want it, I want it. It's Elmo blue, it's red, blah. I got it, and it was the most repulsive thing I've ever had, and I love frosting. Like, frosting's my favorite food group. <laughs> That's why I'm fat. <laughs> oh, it is what it is. I can't do frosting. Ugh. I scrape frosting off of stuff. You know, I do too, and I don't A lot of guys why. don't like frosting, I found. Never. Frosting and tomatoes. I don't like when there's too much frosting. Love tomatoes. That's what it is. Just yeah. everything. When I was little, I was eating frosting. a cupcake, and I went, Mom, what is this yellow stuff in my frosting? My mom goes, that's the cake, Gab. <laughs> True story. Mom, I didn't request this. I requested yeah. frosting for yeah. my birthday party, Mom. <laughs> what is this cake? Just pipe frosting straight into this dessert cup. Very nice. Uh, speaking of dessert and cake and whatnot, uh, did you know that desert prices are going up <laughs> due to, so every time I say desert instead of dessert, I want to start talking with the sales. I know, me it. too. Desert prices are going up. Desert prices sure going up. Do the huge vanilla shortage. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad how I can transition right into that. That's like what I nothing. listened to all weekend in Dallas. Yeah, yeah right. Um, van- uh, Are you Italian? You know how many times I heard people say that when I, I went to Texas? I'm Italian. Well, your you name is Minnieri Italian, folks. Yeah. Uh, that was funny. I knew a guy from Texas. You're Italian. Do you know the Pope? Yeah, right. <laughs> I knew a guy from Texas, and uh, he, he like he was a like literally a stonemason. Like he's made of stone. No, like bricks, and oh. like that's what he did. He's, like <laughs> six foot eight. Um. And uh, from Odessa, Texas, and he would just call me Gambini from um, <laughs> my cousin Vinny. He'd be like, Gambini, you Italian? I'm like, oh my god! And like <laughs> the great Gambini. Except, except it was like his voice was. He was so. It was like, hey man, Gambini. He's Gambini, where, where are we going to eat? Where, you got to pick out not because I met him in. Uh, wow, that's a good accent. I think yeah. that's the first accent I've ever heard you do. No, you heard me do Yoda. Oh yeah, yo, your Yoda's good too, but yeah. you, you end up hurting yourself. I know, so don't do it's, that. it's nuts. Um, it is a perfect Yoda impression, though. And and I af- can do Mickey Mouse. And after I do it, I can't do it again for a week. I, I do can, a, I do a Bernie Sanders. That's that's my best. <laughs> I can I, do. Uh, I think that everybody does yeah. a Bernie Sanders. You gotta have the hands up. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I'm holding notes. You know, preach. Oh. Yeah. I can do Kermit the Frog perfectly and Mickey Mouse. You can do Kermit. I can. Do Kermit. I won't, no. Why? I won't do it. What about Mickey? Do Mickey. No. No. <laughs> I can't do it on command. Oh, okay. Go, Hiya, folks. Oh, my God. It's like, yeah. It's I learned that in Disney World. We were in Disney World, and I looked at my mom, and I was with my cousin. I just looked at her, and I was looking at her for a second. She's like, what? And then I just busted out with a Mickey impression. She's like, what? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I've been practicing story. for years, Mom. Yeah. 
<laughs> I did teach myself. I had to practice for a while to be able to do the Eartha Kit growl with your throat. The like, that thing. Yeah. Because it's not my tongue, it's my throat. So, yeah. <laughs> what was that? That's my, I can do a cat. Oh, I just heard, I was like. <laughs> like really low and creepily deep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was yeah. that you? No, no that was oh. me. Oh. Yeah. You guys are confusing me. I know. It happens. It's easily done. Uh, so you want to know why dessert prices are going up? <laughs> yeah, speaking of. Uh, vanilla shortage. So here's the thing. I didn't know. So the, like, you got to hear about the, the price jump. It's going from $20 per kilogram of, for vanilla to $500 what? per kilogram. No, I only like to bake with real pure vanilla extract. Yeah, well. Pure okay. uncut vanilla. Nice. <laughs> that was my stage name. Yep, thank you. I was waiting for it. I'm like, one of you guys has to pick up on that because I can't. I used to dance under that. There name. you go. Pure uncut vanilla. Good job. I'm so proud of you. Um, actually, it was mazapan, but yeah, because I'm Italian. <laughs> Ma- um, mazapan. So no, but so twenty dollars per kilogram to five hundred dollars per kilogram. Um, you know, if I was a commie and I knew the metric system, I- I'd probably be surprised, but I'm not. I don't <laughs> know what a kilogram. Um, I know a kilogram is a one point. It's like two point three pounds. Yeah, or Mr. Like Science. That. All right, I think we have to have a real, legit, serious conversation. Why do we not use the metric system? Because we're Americans. Because we're Americans. America. We do what we want. Yeah. In Fahrenheit. <laughs> because uh, actually, because the inch is a more precise unit of measurement based on the Earth, not on. An arbitrary number, like the number of digits we happen to have. Yeah, wasn't um the foot originally like the the length of the king's foot or something like that? Uh, something like that? Or not necessarily, but the, they they said it was to so they'd shut him up because you know the king isn't going to be too kind to scientists because most kings couldn't actually read or write or usually do math. Yeah. Um, you know that whole literacy thing is kind of new. <laughs> <laughs> the whole literacy and edu- how inconvenient edu- education is kind of new, and it's not really easy. So no, but the inch—I mean, the inch has been around. Like they used the inch to build the pyramids. The yeah. inch is a very precise measurement based on the actual um, size of the Earth and uh, breaking it up into 360 degrees. Three, and I could go on, but I'm not going to. Because it's probably going to bore people. And then I'm sure someone will call me up and say, I don't know science. Because, you know, that's what happens. <laughs> um, yeah, didn't you say he called? Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. it was funny. Uh, moving on. Subway's Canada chick. I'm sorry. The subway in Canada that uses chicken is only 50% chicken based on DNA testing. Yeah, what? But yeah, uh, honestly, if you're buying a hot sub at Subway, you have bigger problems than that. So I, I was expecting... I was expecting you to say what the cluck, but you know that's too obvious. I no, can't, you always used to say that. So, an investigative study by Trent University and CBC News—that's uh, Canadian Broadcasting um, News—analyzed the DNA content of various chicken patties and chicken items at fast food restaurants across Canada to see how many, um, how much of their chicken products actually contain chicken. To their surprise, they discovered that Subway's oven-roasted chicken and the chicken strips used in their sweet onion chicken teriyaki are only 50% chicken. Wow. Now... I ate that yesterday. Well, you didn't go to Canada, right? 50% chicken? Yeah. Wow. So... (laughs) I'm blown away. So, I mean, the crazy thing is, like, 
90%, 80%, you could say, okay, water content, salt, water, whatever, maybe. 50%? That's rough. Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, what are they putting in? I, I got to think. Sawdust. <laughs> right? Like uh-huh. the, like the uh, Parmesan cheese? Yep. Um, I got to think that it's... I gotta think that it's just like filler, like, um, some type of fiber or whatever, because, you know, there's no way, like a bulking agent that's still yeah, that's kinda food nuts. grade, but 50%. I don't know. I'm still gonna eat it. You are? <laughs> well, you are. If, if food facts like that are re- were really gonna change my mind, I wouldn't be eating at McDonald's. Yep, that yeah. is 100% true. 100% true. Um, Papa John's, which we don't have around here, they're they're doing something that I'm kind of I don't I don't know how I, I feel Papa about John's. this. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's really good. All right, good. so Papa John's has a new Papa Priority, and it's like a fast pass for pizza delivery. So basically, if you don't want to wait your turn for a pizza delivery, Papa John's will let you cut in front with its new Papa Priority for an extra two dollars and ninety nine cents added to your order. Select Papa John's locations will stop whatever pizza they're working on at the time and get right on yours so you can get it ASAP. Hmm. So it's kind of like FastPass, and it's not like it's nothing like FastPass because uh, FastPass is open to everyone. I don't like this because it means if I'm not paying extra, they're going to stop on my pizza? I don't know. Yeah. I, like, like, this is this is... This is the whole, like, rich people get whatever they want whenever they want because they can just throw money around. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Something about this just really doesn't set. Like, I understand free market. Oh, pay more, get more service. But, yeah, you're making pizza, dude. You got you, you to gotta be consistent. Yeah. No? Nothing? I don't no know. pizza jokes? <laughs> no, no. No Peyton Manning jokes? Omaha? <laughs> Only available in Omaha? I don't know. Um, moving on to Domino's. Domino's adds a meat-filled garlic no. bread to, no. Australians, to the Australian menu for Domino's. No. The pizza chain has introduced a new bolognese garlic baguette. Nope. There's so much wrong with that sentence. Bolognese garlic baguette is the name I used to dance with. <laughs> I knew we had one. The dance um, troupe, the baguettes. Nice. Yep. We wear bags over our heads, like big paper bags. Your bolognese baguette because you have the red hair. Yep. And then someone else's angel hair because she's blonde. Yep. And, yeah, nice. It writes itself, doesn't it? Yep. The pizza chain has introduced a new bolognese garlic baguette reports brand eating. Uh, the dish boasts a halved piece of garlic bread stuffed with ground beef and drenched with bolognese sauce. It's then topped with mozzarella and green onions. Um, this is not stuffed garlic bread. This is just a calzone. Yeah, right? Like, at a certain point, you're just reinventing... That is a calzone, because their garlic bread yeah. is made with that. They don't have actual garlic bread. Exactly. Cam, would, you would eat this, though, wouldn't you? Oh, of course. <laughs> Do you think, like, in ten years, your your tastes are going to change at all, and you're going to be less... I don't know. I think I'm, if I'm alive by that point, <laughs> based on how I eat and drink and abuse my body on a regular basis. <laughs> yep. I'm starting to think I might not have that many years <laughs> left, to be honest. Well, you definitely drink more beer than most people I know. 508-871-7000 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. Final segment of the night when we come back.
Welcome back, everybody, to Taste of Massachusetts. Final segment of the night. Damn fast show. I'm your host, Vincent Eric Kenny, Jezebel Grace to my right. Cam behind the glass on the ones and the twos. Going through some great <laughs> stories in the wide world of food. Um, do you guys know what Q-Pie is? No. I thought it said Q-P. <laughs> Q-Pie. I believe the way it's pronounced is Q-Pie. Q-Pie is Japanese mayonnaise. Oh. Uh, Japan loves Q-Pie mayo so much that they themed cafes around it. Uh, the only reason why I'm talking about this is because I actually had Japanese mayonnaise on a lobster roll in Truro at, uh, I think, Blackfish uh, Restaurant, and it is it really is awesome. It does not... Like, if you said, hey, that's mayonnaise, I would say, no, that tastes like something someone actually made. Right. Like, fresh. And it's almost like sour cream with a tiny bit of tang to it. Anyway, very light, very light. It's not mayonnaise at all. Anyway, I just thought it was crazy that they're actually, they're calling them mayonnaise cafes, but that's, like, silly. But I just figured I'd mention it. Mayonnaise cafes? Well, because, like, like, I don't like mayonnaise. Yeah. Or mayonnaise or however you want to pronounce it. I don't like it, but like can you imagine if we had those here? Yeah. Yeah. You don't weird. like mayonnaise? No. Oh my god, mayonnaise is awesome. Yeah. Oh. I could put mayonnaise so wait a minute, on anything. You, you hate peanut butter but you love mayonnaise? Uh I love mayonnaise. Just like a layer of fat that you just spread onto whatever you want. <laughs> Tastes even better. It's it's egg whites. Vinegar. Oh, it's so good. And oil whipped. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oil whipped. Oil, egg, Baby. vinegar, salt, pepper, and uh, and whipped up. Yeah, craziness. So I do want to get to. You see the. You see <laughs> I like the next my men story? like I like my mayo whipped. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that was bad. Follow Jezebel Grace on Twitter. Yeah. Follow at, me for more disappointing at, jokes. At the whip hand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I get that reference. Yes. It's a crazy reference. Yep. I'm glad you got it. Um, probably the final story we're going to do tonight. Crickets used to bulk up this starter's high-protein pasta. So this sounds almost as bad. Yeah. <laughs> for real. There was this story. There was some point there was... um. E. coli and like uh, Reese's peanut butter cups or whatever. Yep. Uh, the guy who was man- ha- handling the machine yes. was explaining how it happened, and he goes, "Oh, sometimes roaches get all up in the mix." Oof. Yeah, and that's what happened. So, uh, you know, when you're obviously roaches, crickets. when you eat any food, you're consuming. There's bugs in there somewhere. <sighs> there's bugs on our eyelashes for crying out loud. Yeah, but they're tiny and they're like microscopic. Oh, yeah, I know, but you can't see them. You can't see roaches in your peanut butter cups, but they're there. <sighs> I've never eaten peanut butter cups protein. ever again. Just protein. Yep. It's so, protein. believe it or not, uh, <laughs> when you think about the future of food, one of the key topics of discussion is alternative sources of protein. And one of the most hotly discussed alternative protein sources has been bugs. Culturally eaten around the world, only if they have to. <laughs> what, nothing? Sorry. Oh. As, as uh, Emily said, uh, we're talking about mayonnaise, and um, uh, Nicole actually answered the Japanese mayo thing, and yeah. I just saw it, but she said, uh, 
Emily said, I grew up with Miracle Whip and, and her, her husband thinks it's vile. And Nicole just said, Liam is right. And I agree with Nicole. <laughs> Miracle Whip is gross. Yeah, Miracle Whip is disgusting. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's like, Check yourself into some sort of it's like facility. <laughs> it's like really bad salad dressing with mayonnaise whipped into it. Yeah. We love you, Emily. But you're wrong. But not your but, choice. But of, not your choice of mayo. You're wrong. Yes. Not your choice of sandwich lubrication. Yeah, thank you. I'm not trying to put that in the same category as... Sandwich lubrication. Yeah, that's what it is. It's, you know what? Sweet. As funny, Sweet sandwich lubrication. <laughs> as funny as the word condiment is, sandwich lubrication takes yeah. it through One of my favorite number. Rocky moments is when... Uh, Somebody tells him he should invest in, in condominiums, and he goes, but I don't use them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So you've seen Rocky, at least. Oh, I've seen all of them. Okay, good. That's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> from eating crickets to sandwich lubrication yep. to Rocky. Culturally eaten around the world, crickets can be easily converted to high-protein sources of food. Maybe that's what they're using in uh, Canada. Yeah. Uh, in their chicken. Uh, while not the most appetizing on their own, one startup in Nebraska is aiming to make bugs look and taste great by converting them into pasta. How dare you? How dare you, sir? <laughs> you, How dare you, sir? How dare you? I am so offended by this. So here's the name of their and you company. you get mad at millennials, Jesus. Yes. So listen, here's the name. Well, hey, you know what? This guy is bastardizing my cultural heritage. Don't want to hear. Would it. you call it cultural appropriation? It would be. Are you being a snowflake today? No, because he's from Nebraska. No, I, I don't believe in the term snowflake anyway. No. Uh, snowflake. Oh, calling do. people snowflakes is silly because then what happens when you get a whole bunch of snowflakes together? You get a blizzard. Yeah, you get an avalanche oh, and you die. No. <laughs> Well, they're not an avalanche, it's a blizzard, but whatever. Oh, shut up. It's not, look, it's not cultural appreciation, it's just stupid. Here's how I can prove they're stupid. <laughs> they named their company, the company that's doing this in Nebraska, that's trying to get people to eat bugs by putting them into food uh. that does not look like bugs. They're calling their company Bug Eater Foods, <laughs> which is a misnomer. Pronounced bug eater. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, Bug Eater Foods, the dumbest name for a startup, uh, is a small startup company based out of Lincoln, Nebraska. They just received $100,000 from the United States Department of Agriculture grant. What? Nobody's going to eat it. Listen to me. I would eat it You want to know? it tastes good. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to get political, but I'm going to get political. You want to know why certain people get elected? Because the USDA is giving $100,000 to a company <laughs> named Bug Eater. It's freaking people out, and they're like, I guarantee you, I, I don't know how Nebraska voted, but I'm going to guess it went red, not blue. Let's just, you know, because they probably saw this stupid company named Bug Eater Foods. Come on, can you think of a worse name no, to name no. your company? <laughs> Unless it was Flesh Eaters Anonymous. <laughs> I mean, like, ugh. Cannibals are us. Yeah. Uh, their goal is to make the rice and pasta tasty while still maintaining the high nutritional content that bugs provide. Yeah, uh, pretty bad. Horrible. And on that sad note, <laughs> oh, I'm ten seconds early. Damn it. See, I, I, one time I look at the clock. 
Yeah, some people have that problem. And on that sad note, uh, <laughs> the show is over. Thank you. <laughs> I'm tired of Jezebel and Cam. The show's done. <laughs> Two hours of making fun of me is my quota for the day. We love you. I know. I, hey, I love it. If you didn't make fun of me, the show would suck. Um, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening tonight to Taste of Massachusetts. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you to Jezebel Grace. Thank you to Cam. Excellent job, both of you. Keep making fun of me. That is your job. That is no your problem. job title. That is the only description. Um, once again, thank you, everyone, for listening. Stay tuned next for the Ultimate Culture Shock. Going from this show to hearing probably Michael Savage and the Savage Nation complain about Bug Eaters R Us getting $100,000 <laughs> and other things. Here on AMA 30, WCRN, tagline optional.